Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Estée Lalonde, you're back. What a treat. I'm back with a vengeance. You really are. How are you? <laughs> I am good. I feel like we're all kind of like at that stage of being like, I'm good, <laughs> I think. Yeah, like currently feeling good, question mark. <laughs> I'm here. We're talking. Yeah. 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 But no, I think I am actually good. I'm an introvert. So I'm kind of weirdly benefiting from the, the home time. But at the same time, the lack of like freedom obviously is also really hard. So mm -hmm. I miss traveling and, and that kind of stuff, but I like being at home. You and, I, <laughs> you and I have had a similar situation because we both, lockdown happened and we both live by ourselves. Yeah. Well, that first lock, like the lockdown was, I'm not going to lie, it was brutal at times. And now with like the threat of lockdown round two, mm -hmm. I'm like getting stressed just even thinking about that again. It's like, this winter in the UK is bad enough. Hit us with a lockdown in the middle of it, and we're all going to go mad. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really That's interesting. <laughs> but like a lot of people, you've like we've all had to navigate a new normal, mm -hmm. and that has involved basically uh, a lot of guests have said the same thing, which is I've had to figure out new coping mechanisms because the ones I had before weren't available to me, like my friends going out, doing this, doing that. So has that been the situation for you? Is that a sneak peek of your feel-good habits? Are they quite new? Mate, <laughs> I have done so much soul-searching in the past few months, like working through trauma, working through like, you know, old patterns and ways of dealing with things. Like I feel like I have come out the other side of something real. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's been, an, it's been very intense. Like when you spend that much time alone, I mean, you're, you're faced to, you have to look in the mirror and be like, okay, well, that's a thing I should deal with. You know, I'm the kind of person who's like, that thing happened to me. Okay. Well, you know what? Let me just deal with that later and then never deal with it. So emotions are coming up and it's all for the best, but it's, it's a lot of work. All, this self work is a lot of work. Is it hard work, but good work or work worth yes. doing? I mean, it's definitely work worth doing. And I think before everything happened, like you do have those other coping mechanisms to lean on your friends, to lean on this, lean on that. When that's taken away, I, I really felt like I had an opportunity to really dissect what 
I was feeling for the first time ever. I felt like I had the space to do that. I don't know if other people feel the same, but um, I've been doing a lot of journaling and I'm like obsessed with tarot cards. I know half the audience just dropped off, but (laughs) (laughs) I love tarot. It's really interesting to like help as like kind of, um, um, I don't know, the word is not probe. Why can't I think of any other process? Prompt. Prompt. <laughs> it's a nice pr- prompt <laughs> to like pull a card and figure out what that card means and see how it resonates with you. So anyway, I'm just doing a lot of that kind of crap. Yeah, but it, it is. And I think it's kind of, it can be quite confronting. And as you say, you always come out the other side feeling like, Whew, but I'm glad I did it. But it's exhausting. Like, definitely. And then obviously I turned 30 last month. So there's a lot that goes with that as well. So what was the question? How's my coping? <laughs> Have my coping mechanisms changed? Yeah, they definitely have changed. I paused because I was about to say welcome to the dirty 30s, but I can't say that. <laughs> yeah. I'll never be so able dirty. to welcome you to a decade. Isn't that sad? <laughs> it is sad. But I mean, if if the future has anything to do with how you look, I am here for it. Like. <laughs> I told you earlier, I'm going to put my sunglasses on. You're so gorgeous. You are too much. Say it again. Um, (laughs) No, I'm really, do you know what it sounds a little bit like? It's making me think the way that you've processed lockdown and it hasn't been dissimilar to the experience I've had. It's a little bit like an ayahuasca trip. Like it got real. (laughs) You know what? I've never heard it compared to that, but you're so right. You're so right there's just been a lot of crying some weird laughter like etc cetera, etc cetera. and and for real it's kind of one of those things where you're like what did I just go through mm. um but at least we're all in the same boat yeah exactly and do you feel as well before we get into your habits I'm just really interested did it also make you assess what your normal was before and the things that you're going to leave behind and not return yeah. to completely I think my boundaries have completely shifted and changed. And also just really assessing what I want in life. You know, I feel like everybody's doing that right now. It's like, I've even had things of like, should I live in London? Where should I live? Do I even want to live in this part of London? Do I want to like, you just go through, I've just been going through all of these moments of like, what was working for me? What wasn't working for me? How am I going to change that? And then actually implementing it. Um, it's its true. It's like when you have time to like stop and slow down, you do kind of, you're, you're kind of shocked at how you've been, you know, going through the motions. Like, I can't believe I was doing half the stuff that I was before, just like pushing myself to the limit, you know? And now I have like two things in the day and I'm like, I am exhausted and I don't want to do anything else tomorrow. Yes. I feel you on that one. It's so funny how your tolerance changes. Oh, yes. And I don't want to build it back up. (laughs) Yeah. I really don't. I'm like fantasizing about going and living in the countryside and dropping my phone in the lake. Do it. (laughs) Seriously. I think that's probably the the overriding theme in many of the conversations I've had with friends recently is I just want to be further out. Oh, yes. Being further out is very, very appealing. And I never thought I'd say that. Mm. Never thought I'd say that. So we'll see what the future holds. But yeah, I want a garden. You know, I want grass available to me easily. 
Yes. I bought some fake grass to put on my terrace for Effie. It's just, it's not the same. <laughs> we'll get you some decent grass. You, you come out and visit me. I've got loads of grass here and then you can get What some. kind of grass are we talking about, baby? We're not talking about that grass. <laughs> just, just for the benefit of the people listening who might be my parent. I've never done an ayahuasca trip. <laughs> I've just read about them. Me and neither. Them. <laughs> um, right. So let's get into your, your habits because I bet right. they're bloody good. I don't know. I didn't really know what what counted as a habit or not, but I'm going to start with the first habit, which I do every day, which is walk my dog in the morning. Is that a habit? Yes. That is the my favorite time of the day because normally I wake up and I'm like, ah, or something. I have a, mo- a mood like that. Not every day. I'm making myself seem like, re- like really fun to be around. <laughs> but yeah, I wake up and I think, oh, got to do that thing. Got to do that thing. Got to do that thing. And then you know, I see my dog, she's smiling, she's being a weirdo and just going outside early. Like I normally walk her around seven thirty, seven, and it's crisp. It's crisp outside. The mm. weather is so nice. Sometimes I listen to music, like calming music or sometimes just no music at all. I listen to the birds. And honestly, it's the best part of my day. It sets me up. And if it has to get cut short, I feel off for the rest of the day. So I love, it's my favorite habit that I'm going to talk about. It's a brilliant way to start the day as well. It really is. And you never really, like, I find sometimes I don't really feel like it. I'm, like, tired or whatever. But as soon as you get out there, that first step out the door, chef's mm. kiss. <laughs> and especially <laughs> at the moment, it is that nice Christmas in the morning. It's, like, yeah, a good vibe. And it's really nice as well, just to say this, about your relationship with Effie. Because, obviously, like, we've all been on that journey with you on your what you've shared on social. Like, the bond that yeah. you guys have, like, <laughs> breaks my heart. Like, Kicks my heart into a million pieces, then mends it back together again. It's just so lovely. Well, I've only shared about 15% of that journey. Mm. Adopting Effie was the hardest challenge I have ever taken on in my life. And I'm not saying that lightly. It's been very difficult. I don't want to cry, but okay. like I could. Okay. I'm not going <laughs> to make you cry. No, it's just, it. it is a lot. And I think Effie was a case of severe anxiety and stress. Um, you know, for four months, she, she stayed under my couch. She wouldn't come out. She wouldn't look me in the eye. She wouldn't eat her food if I was even in the same room. Like, it was very, very stressful. Now we're doing a lot better, and she's comfortable around me, and, um, you know, she'll let me pet her and stuff like that. Obviously, it's almost like a normal relationship, but she's still incredibly scared outside. She's terrified of other people. So that journey has been a real one and, um, but very rewarding, very rewarding. But that's why I think the morning walk is so nice because it's like, okay, we got this. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to have a routine together. It is. She's my little everything. I love her very much. I feel like we do really understand each other. Like I, I don't know, people say you get the dog that you need to get or whatever, but I don't know what she's been teaching me, but it's like extreme patience. Mm, interesting. So yeah, maybe I needed to, to learn how to be extremely patient because, you know, there's no forcing that dog. Yeah. And you just can't. for the benefit of listeners who might be, because you and I both agree about adopt, don't shop when it comes to uh, buying pets, animals. Um, just for the benefit, uh, would you mind sharing the organization that you used? Yes. So I adopted Effie through Wild at Heart Foundation. Um, and 
I will say that a lot of people adopt dogs and don't have that same experience that I have. Most of the time, it's a couple of months of like work with the dog. I just so happened to pull the lucky straw and get a dog that was very, very anxious. Um, but yeah, I would say just do your research about adopting. Um, it is a commitment, but so rewarding. And the likelihood that it's going to be as treacherous as mine is a lot lower. But yeah, even even still, I just I've loved every minute of it, yeah. honestly. It's lovely. Right. So we started your day. Let's move on to habit yes. number two. Okay. Habit number two is a cup of tea in the morning when I get back from that walk. You're Can so that British be a habit? Now, yeah. <laughs> I feel so British. I've got my Yorkshire gold, obviously. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So you're proper, like, that's. I've gone in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I have. And it's like, okay, do the walk. It's very crisp and nice. Well, even if it's raining, that's sometimes even better because you mm. get home and you think, cup of tea with my Oatly barista milk. Yes. <laughs> There's nothing better than that first sip. It's like the first bite of the pizza. It's just like, oh yes. <laughs> there is nothing I like think. a good cup of tea. And although there's tea snobbery, are you a tea snob or are you just not? <laughs> I'm not a tea snob. I prefer that combo, but Honestly, in the morning, I'll drink pretty much anything, except in America. There's some weirdness going on with how they make tea. And even my mom, she used to like microwave her water. Like that's how, they don't know how to make tea in North America, Emma. <laughs> I, I have made tea before in the States and it just always tastes very sweet compared apparently, to how it is here. Apparently it's to do with the water. Yeah. The water is hard or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, that's that's my habit. That's my second habit. And okay, so I'm quite interested about um, these sorts of things because the tea ritual obviously has roots in lots of different cultures. Do you just make a tea and then get on with your day and you're like, or do you actually sit and enjoy it? No, I I get on with my day. <laughs> I um, <laughs> By that time, there's no time to waste. So I'm usually doing the dishes and drinking my tea at the same time because I'm bad I don't do my dishes at night before bed <laughs> that's a bad habit but it's because I like doing it in the morning so much that could be another habit I love to clean my kitchen in the morning that's what I do I like that's my routine walk the dog cup of tea while cleaning the kitchen I get that method rhubarb spray out and I'm like life couldn't be better <laughs> I've got the method um there's an orange one it was a limited edition oh, yeah. and it's genuinely like is this a Joe Malone scent every time I, I know I know I love their products um so yeah that's that's what I do but I mean I have about 15 cups of tea in the day so I'm just a terrible terrible coffee person like I'm intermittent fasting at the moment and so I don't eat anything until 12 and I'm looking at the clock now and it's like 41 minutes until I can go and get my coffee. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know about intermittent fasting. I, I want to know about it because I hardly ever make breakfast unless it's the weekend. And I haven't eaten anything today except I've been drinking this juice. Um, but yeah, apparently there are benefits to that. I think I, I, think I could do it. it. Well, the reason I'm doing it again is honestly because of sleep and also energy. And I've been doing it for just coming up for two weeks and I've noticed a real spike in my energy in the day. So it's not really? about weight management or anything and it's not about watching calories or what you eat during the, the window when you eat. But it's basically, it's putting your body on a cycle and breakfast is called breakfast because that's when you break the fast. And so, yeah, if I finish eating at eight o'clock and I start again at 12, I've had a good 
This is 16 hours of not eating. And the other thing, Esther, is it makes a girl regular. Does it? And I like having that in my life. <laughs> I want some regularity in that arena as well. So how many hours are you supposed to wait? 16 hours? Yeah. So you, so if you have a, the normal intermittent fasting is a 16 hour fast with an eight hour window where you can eat. And so that works out really neatly as uh, start eating at 12 midday and finish at 8 PM. And then I never eat past like seven. Then you're probably already sort of partially, maybe even doing it. That's probably how I keep my physique. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, I would give it a go, like consciously give it a go. Just to have, because for me, I had got out of the habit of doing it. It's something I did when I did my 26 habits thing. And then I, for some reason, a few weeks ago, I thought, oh, I feel a little bit out of kilter. I feel a bit out of whack. So I started doing it again. And honestly, like sleep, digestion, energy levels, like noticeably different. Okay, well, we can talk about that um, afterwards because I have so many more questions, but I'm sure everybody's dying to know my next habit. I bet they are. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is a bit of a dirty little secret. Love it. (laughs) I knew it. I am obsessed with watching Shark Tank. Oh! (laughs) So it's not that dirty, but I will get whatever filthy snack that I can find and watch hours and hours of shark tank i love so for the british people listening and they haven't seen it it's like american dragon's den kind of and i am obsessed with investing and the percentage and the equity and i am like i feel like i know everything there is to know about business (laughs) which i don't which i do not but i love the show Okay, so the only thing, I've never actually seen it, and now you're going to make me, I will definitely watch some later. But I know Bethany Frankel did it, did she not? Yes, she was on a few, um, I don't know if it was like a whole season, but yeah, she did a few. Do you like her? I just, from Real Housewives, she seems smart, she seems like she talks my language. One thing I will say about her is she can really stand her own ground, and there was like... Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns one episode when she wasn't being bullied but I don't know I just really admired that she just could stand up for herself in in that kind of like sphere and she's somebody who didn't start out as you know somebody who had a lot of money and she kind of made her money later in life she said she was like I don't I can't remember her age but she's made her money later in life and she was kind of talking about that and I thought it was really inspiring actually she's been a hustler so 
A hundred percent. I've been sending emails to her people for years to try and get her on the podcast because when she started on Royal Housewives of New York, she was she had this little cooking company. She was a chef and she would cater events basically, and yeah. then she built it into this incredible empire. Yeah, it's like skinny something. Skinny or girl margaritas. Yeah, I don't love skinny. That word skinny, but I, you know what? I, I think it's cool what she's done. She got she trademarked it just before it it turned. Like she had a grace, not a grace period, but there was a period where it was okay. And then it kind of, was yeah. Like, mm. Yeah. I think that's exactly it. It was very like of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, speaking of, of the time, just like how much things are changing and, you know, I feel like all of us are just trying to like put our eyeballs on in a different way now. And I think like, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. So in terms of, uh, you love watching Shark Tank. Yes. So interestingly, I used to be obsessed with the biggest loser. Oh my God, I used to be obsessed with that. And I actually spoke to Gillian Michaels yesterday because no yeah, yeah, it was amazing. And I was, and I was thinking, God, I watched hours of that show whilst not actually implementing any of the changes they were like shoving in my face. But are you doing anything? Are you just enjoying Shark Tank or do you think it will like, has it activated a entrepreneurial German you that you think Lord, turn into you are good at this <laughs> you are so good at this whole interviewing thing damn <laughs> damn um you know what I feel like I'm learning a lot and I think that's another thing that has been happening in lockdown it's like what do I actually want to do because people say that I'm like an entrepreneur now kind of thing which is like I I am I guess in a way like I'm running running my own show over here but I do feel like it's time to maybe consider other options and you know, I'm 30 now, so you know what? Tick, tick, time tick. is ticking. <laughs> time is ticking. And it's like, what do I want to do? You know? So I, and, and another thing that it's really sparked in me is how little, um, access I feel like women have t- in, in terms of business knowledge, like it's hard to find things out. Um, like even when you talk about, you know, how to start a company, it's like, I feel like a lot of women maybe have never learned those skills and it's like a, such a boys game. You know, when I look at like the team, my accountant, my this, my that, it's like, they're all dudes. And I don't know anything about tax and this and that it's like, where are these resources? So Mm -hmm. I feel like in the past few months, I've been really taking it upon myself to find out what all these terms mean and, and really I am learning a lot more about business um which is fun but also it's just like a whole new world that I feel like I've never even thought of Mm. um so yeah to answer your question I'm learning and being entertained I like it I feel the same as you I feel like it's one thing to be able to delegate the your accounts to somebody but I want to be able to understand what they're doing completely I have no idea what's going on Mm -hmm. I'm not ashamed to admit that it's like first of all, I don't find it interesting. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm having to fill out these forms, it's just like, I just want it to go away. But I do, there's like a lot of, there's a book, I forget what it's called. You probably know, but it has like a credit card on the front. Do you know I'll, it? I'll find it and we'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Um, and it's, it's written by a woman for women, I feel like to help understand finances and stuff. So that's like something else I need to, to get into because I do think it's important to actually understand money how it works yeah. Agreed. and also I think when Alison Hogg who 
founded Vita Liberata, you know, big beauty entrepreneur came on the podcast and I don't want to screw this up, but I think she said that in terms of investment in business, I think 2%, I think it's only 2% goes to women. I believe that. I absolutely believe that. I think that is also very important. Um, when I think about like investing money, first of all, it's like, how do you even ha- start to have the conversation with a, a company or something that you want to invest in their company? Like, how do you even mm-hmm. start that kind of thing? You know, so so no wonder it's two percent because we're not in the room, we're not in the, having the conversations. Yeah, it's true. So and the knowledge isn't being shared. You know, so. I don't know what I want to say about that, but it's something that I've been really interested in. That's not really a habit, but I'm like obsessed with business webinars and yeah, I'm, I'm loving all things business right now. Okay. I like this. This is a nice seat. This probably wouldn't have happened if it hadn't have been for lockdown. Like it definitely. Okay. (laughs) Where are we with habit four then? Are we going to get dirtier? (laughs) So is there more? Oh, I don't think we're going to get much dirtier than that. Um, (laughs) <laughs> Do you want something spicier? No, no. Be so I'm boring. I'm teasing. <laughs> okay. I, I was going to say something boring, but now I feel like I should think of something else. Well, can I tell you something that I saw you doing? Sure. And it's funny because I feel like we've been on this weird parallel plane because every now and again, you will put up a video of you doing yoga and you'll hyperlapse it, you'll speed it up. And I'll yeah. look at it and I'll think... I just did that one. That's happened about four times during lockdown. You said that. I've been like, I've literally just done that yoga with Adrian, the deep stretch, yeah. and you, and it did weirdly, without prompting. I mean, could any of us have got through that lockdown without yoga with Adrian? I couldn't have. Uh-uh. You know, I think what she's doing is just incredible. It was always amazing mm-hmm. to bring yoga into your home and your space, but. I mean, she's been powering through this and creating those videos. And like, I don't know if she's listening, but bravo. Like, I I think it's selfless what she's doing. And she's helping a lot of people. Um, mm. Obviously, she's also very successful. But yeah, um, <laughs> I just think it's great. So yes, we've been doing the same yoga with Adrian. Mm-hmm. So one of my habits was actually yoga. But I, I know I talk about that all the time. But it's just it doesn't work for everybody. It's not everyone's thing, but I just feel like for me, if I, if I don't keep up with my yoga, which honestly I've been kind of bad the past few weeks, I just, I find everything hard. Mm. Yeah. And I was talking to one of my friends, um, the other day about the first time I did a pose called melting heart and it's kind of like child's pose, but you're heart is even kind of like more open, like your chest is more open and just how much I cried that first time I did it because it physically, yes, I has probably been like collapsing my chest a little bit and like, you know, my shoulders weren't, you know, great, not great posture, but actually emotionally as well, when your heart chakra is blocked, here we go with the chakras. But when, when it, when you have a blockage, Mm -hmm. you take time to physically like put um, attention on it. It's just, it's transformative. So I, I do love yoga. If anyone's listening, yoga with Adrian is super accessible for all levels. Actually, I think it's pretty beginner all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. That's long, a good habit. How long have you been doing yoga? Like pre-lockdown? I, and I've been doing yoga since probably not that long, maybe like three years. Mm. 
I want to say. Yeah. Not long, not very long, but I'm so glad I did. Yoga was my gateway to other explorations towards my higher self. Mm. <laughs> so yoga was really like, it was, it's the gateway drug to, <laughs> to, to finding yourself. I feel like. The thing as well that lockdown allowed me to do with yoga, because I've always thought that every time I get on the mat, I was always starting almost like from day one. I mm. never felt that I made the progress. Whereas with lockdown and just like, I had no choice but to be consistent because what else was I doing? I like stupid things like going into Chaturanga or going into plank down to Cobra. Suddenly four weeks in, you realize I'm not collapsing. Like my arms are actually doing this because I've built strength. And so actually, I don't know about you, but I've had a really lovely experience with yoga in lockdown and even where we are now where I keep doing it. And I realize, oh my God, I'm so much stronger than I was before. Yeah. You know, something really weird with me and yoga is I get to those stages like that and then something could happen in my life, like something emotional or whatever. And it just, I don't want to go on the mat. You know, I find that yoga is such a, sometimes it's hard for me to do yoga because I am so connected to it. And it's like, do I have the energy to actually confront this on the mat right now? That's why I love when Adrian always says like, congratulations for coming on the mat, because it's like, you should be congratulating yourself for taking the time for yourself. So to answer your question, no, I'm not actually in a beautiful, sweet spot with my yoga. My chaturanga is like all over the shop, but I need to get back on it and, and get with it again. Cause it's like, why, why is it hard to do the things we know are good for us? It's a, it's an indicator, isn't it? Sometimes like, um, if something that you really enjoy, if you're not doing it, you have to go, well, what's going on? And it could be that you're just self-sabotaging could be that you're not could be so many things couldn't it yeah laziness most of the time honestly yeah I mean I've there have been so many evenings where I've thought right before I have dinner I'm going to do yoga and then I'm like "Mm, there's a new episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and that's getting quite (laughs) dramatic and then I go to bed and I'm like oh you're such a ditz Emma like I know I know so I'm I sorry go on no no I was gonna say um are we are we concluded or is there anything else you want to share baths okay that's a habit that's a habit I definitely have one bath a week um I love them okay I love them well you have to guide me through this experience because people who love baths tend to have like it's at a certain time they're never particularly impromptu like they are thought out Mm. okay so talk me through your ritual So when I decide to have a bath, it's normally at night. I feel like it really chills me out. Chills me out. Very Canadian sounding out there. And I light my stick of incense. I put it in the bathroom with me. I dim the lights. I put on my ambient music. Got my face mask on. Stripped down to nakedness. And I step into that tub. And as soon as you sink down and that water goes up to your shoulders, Mm. it's like you actually make a sound. (sighs) Everything melts away. I always feel better after I have a bath. I've never felt worse. Okay. And how long do you bathe? I don't take really long baths, maybe 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. 
And sometimes I'll actually watch Netflix in there if I'm having a lazy bath, but <laughs> I really try not to. I'll try to bring a book in with mm. my ambient music. If I do that, that is that is awesome. I really love that. It's a way of forcing oneself to be still, isn't it? You're not going anywhere when you're in that tub. Um, so yeah, I, I really love that time. And normally Effie will like sit behind the bathtub and if there's like even a drip of water she's like ready to lick that water at any moment she loves water from the tub it's weird Um, but yeah so it's normally me and Effie having a bath it's cute I like it now obviously we're gonna wrap it up but I would be so wrong if I didn't say if I didn't ask you if there are any particular face masks or any particular bath oils or milks or anything that you use that you're just like I'm re- I'm going to town. I'm going to use the good stuff. Okay, I love the Oscar Renaissance face mask. Mm-hmm. It's like a nice exfoliating ma- exfoliating mask mask, but it's gentle, and I feel like you come out of there with baby soft skin. Um, and then, as far as like in the tub, I love to use Epsom salts. I have so many products that I like to use. Um, tons. I just bought that Olverum. Is that the brand? Like I think it's Olverum um, bath oil. Oh. You only need like a, a a third of the cap. It's very like fragranced in a night in a really nice way, and that's been really nice. So yeah, normally I'm not a bubble girl, mm-hmm. um, but a little bit of oil in there and my incense going. Honestly, I can't ask for anything greater than that. And then I wake up in the morning, I take the dog for a walk, have that cup of tea, clean the kitchen, boom, ready to do it all over again. We've come full circle. It's so perfect. I knew you wouldn't let me down. Those are great habits. Oh, good. I I know some of your guests have been doing actual nasty, nasty habits. (laughs) But I'll keep those private. Yeah, Those, those can be saved for another time. (laughs) Um, it is always always just the best to speak to you so thank you for sharing and for being generous with your habits because actually I really enjoy um the reasons behind things and um you've been really generous with yours so thank you thank you that's a nice way to put it yeah all of the links to estate obviously will be in the show notes but uh for now thank you for making your return see you soon thank you bye Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.